flow in love. Ego disconnects, love connects. If the cosmos is a grand ocean, we are all part of it. We are one with the ocean, not individual drops in the ocean. When we think of ourselves as an individual drop, we feel separate in our boundary and in our feelings. This is what is called ego. We become driven by I and mine. As long as this separation remains, we never experience the energy of the ocean that is love. We never experience that causeless and surging love. As long as we remain a drop in the ocean, we say no to life. We neither love nor trust. We don't feel blissful either. Because bliss is possible only for those who know how to love and trust. It happens only to those who know how to feel part of the ocean. Bliss is possible only when our heart says yes. When the no completely disappears from our being. No is darkness. Yes is light. No is ego. Yes is egolessness. No is the way of the unconscious person. Yes is the way of the awakened one. All the conflict, all the suffering in our life is because of our saying no. No is a fight, a war with existence. Yes is love, peace with existence. Yes is deep accord with the totality of who we are, the ocean. Bliss is another name for that accord, that harmony. The way to be in bliss is to dissolve into the ocean, not to be a drop, but to merge with the ocean. To be a drop is to be a hindrance. To be a drop is to be with ego. The ego is the root of all misery. When the ego is absent, bliss reaches us from every nook and corner of the ocean of existence, as if it were just waiting for the ego to disappear. Ego is a closed state of consciousness. All the windows and doors are closed. Life itself becomes insulated and encapsulated. Our ego surrounds us like a capsule. Our ego is like a sealed capsule. There is not even a small gap to allow anything to enter. It closes itself due to fear and shrinks into itself. That is how we create misery for ourselves. Love is being in the flow with existence, to be totally with it. Ego is like frozen ice. Love is like liquid water. Only when we are liquid do we become part of the ocean. Then we don't have any private goal or destination. Each moment is blissful, incredibly ecstatic, just going with the plan of the cosmos. It is such sheer joy to simply exist and flow. Just to be is enough. But we need to be sensitive to feel the joy of being. We need to grow feelers. The feelers are what we call love. Love feels the joy of just being. When you grow the feelers of love, life is no longer made of independent thoughts but becomes a continuous feeling. 
then the ego starts to dissolve. Once we have moved from thinking to feeling, there is only one more step and that is from feeling to being and that is very simple. The first step is difficult, to move from thinking to feeling. The ego has trained the mind to think so much, that's why. The second step comes almost automatically. There's nothing we need to do for it to happen. From feeling to being, the distance is nothing at all. It can happen at any moment. The poet can become the mystic at any moment. He's almost there. The real problem is how to get out of our thinking and get more and more into feeling. Just follow the heart. Just love more, that's all. Feel more. Enjoy more so that you can feed your heart. Watch the sunrise, sunset, clouds, rainbows, birds, flowers, animals, rocks and people. Look into their eyes. Existence is so multidimensional. Look into every dimension like a poet. Praise it. Feel it. Be ecstatic. Expand your consciousness. And experience every single detail of existence with love. Slowly, the ego will lose its hold and disappear. The only barrier to love is fear. When things start happening, we become fearful because with love, we enter into a merger. This threatens the very basis of our ego. Ego is separateness. Love is a merger. The fear we feel is nothing but the fear of the dissolving ego. Let the fear be there. It will hang around for a while. If we simply ignore it, the ego will leave us. It is a great day when fear of losing the ego leaves us. From then on, growth becomes simple, easy and spontaneous. Then we are not. Only love is. Be a lover every moment. Encounter any situation in life with deep love. Soon, soon you will become pure love. Whether it is a person or your work or a passerby or God or anything, just encounter it with deep love for love's sake. If you are a painter, just be completely in love with painting. If you are a dancer, be completely in love with dancing. If you are working with your computer, treat it with utmost love and become lost in it. Just be completely sincere and completely in love every moment. If you are painting and at the same time thinking about which gallery to put up the painting in or how much to sell it for, then be very clear. You're not lost in love. You're in love only with some particular thing, say money in this case. If you're dancing and calculating what you will get once you finish the dance, then be very clear you're not lost in love. You create more and more bondage by doing this. If you become lost in every moment, you become love. Then when you work, you work with the utmost focus because you are in deep love with it. This way your very life becomes a deep meditative love. Then you start feeling, relating and respecting everything as a living being, just as you are. You even start feeling the other person's thoughts. You start responding and relating to the other person without him or her opening up to you. You feel the cosmos as a translucent, ever-living presence. You have tremendous intelligence. You know exactly how to connect to things. Such is the power of love.
The Sufi mystic Jalaluddin Rumi says, Wherever you are, whatever your condition is, always try to be a lover. The whole of existence is in a deep romance with itself and you are part of it. So it is your nature to be a lover every moment. Only by being that can you experience the real fulfillment of your original nature. Love yourself first. The big problem today is that most people don't love themselves. Society never teaches that it is possible to love ourselves. Understand that unless you love yourself, you cannot possibly love another person. Only when you lose yourself to yourself can you lose yourself to others. We are taught that we can only love even ourselves if we have a reason. If we perform well, we love ourselves. If we fail, we hate ourselves. We apply the same logic to others. We love them only because of something, never without a cause, without a reason. When you don't love yourself, you become cynical and negative towards life. For a few minutes every day, just sit by yourself and feel overflowing love towards yourself. Feel what a wonderful being you are. Feel how much you have taken yourself for granted. Feel yourself as part of existence and love yourself for it. Melt with the feeling of love for yourself. If you practice this every day, you will see that where you were once hardened, now you have become soft and loving. Then, when people love you, you don't feel guilty or unworthy because just as they love you, you love yourself too. You become ready to receive love from others. Usually when others show love to you, you feel guilty or unworthy because you don't feel you are worthy of being loved. Once you settle within yourself with deep love, you will receive others' love with joy. Love existence and feel it loving you. Existence is not a thing. It is a living energy being. Every single tree, every single stalk of a plant responds to your love and hate. Your every thought. Cleve Baxter, a polygraph expert, has conducted several experiments to examine the response of plants to human emotions and thoughts. He discovered that plants would respond to human thought in a way similar to how a human being would respond. A simple thought by a person about burning the leaf of the plant would register erratic movement in the polygraphed recording of the plant. Baxter called this response primary perception. The ability of plant, animal and human cells to perceive and respond to any thought. On one occasion, Baxter recorded graphs that registered a flat line that suggested the plants were in a state of shock. He asked the owner of the plant if she had done anything to hurt the plants. The lady told him, I roasted a few of its leaves to get their dry weight. When you start loving existence, it begins responding to you in different ways. You start rising above all of the differences around you. Differences between people, situations, emotions, between anything and anything. Everything merges into unity. And that is the truth. Everything is part of one whole. And love is the only thing that makes you realize this truth. 
In India, there is a tradition of spiritual wandering where people walk by foot the length and breadth of the country, visiting many temples and pilgrim centers. I used to wonder how they were able to do that, especially going through forests, sleeping with wild animals and begging for food. The secret is that they start feeling connected with nature, so completely that nature protects them beautifully. Whether it rains or shines, the animals and trees, everything takes care of them. Even though this may be logically difficult to understand, it is the truth. If you begin to live with a little respect and love for existence and all its creations, you will be able to recognize these things happening in your own life as well. Nature will simply reciprocate your love in many different ways.